we're recording. Hi. It's Muffin. Hey, this is Meaty Boat Podcast. It is December the 21st. First? Yeah. Uh, Happy Solstice, everybody. Happy Winter Solstice. First day of a winter, at least in this hemisphere. Um, this is, yes, the Meaty Boat Podcast I already said that. We talk about film, we talk about television, we talk about music, and we talk about video games. And it's our penultimate or second to last. For, uh, technically, for this is our final uh, regular podcast. regular episode podcast. We will have a special stuff next week. We'll get into that later. Yes. Uh, but this will be a traditional episode, so we'll just go in our usual order here. Uh, we'll go through all the news. And yeah, we'll go through and at the end, we'll tell you what we're going to have yes. planned for you next week. It's a secret to everybody, including me. We did not discuss this yet. Oh, we discussed this. Okay. Anyways... Uh, so yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, so let's jump into... Oh yeah, and I'm Matt, and he's Mike. And I'm Mike, and he's Matt. Yeah. And we are the Media Boat Podcast. We talk we about made. movies. We already, we already did that. Music and we, video we games. We did that part. We did that part already. Okay. Um, let's get this show on the road with the box office. Box office. So we didn't say this on the podcast, no. but we knew Road 1 would be number one. Yeah, well, duh. Duh. Uh, we did, however, not give our estimates uh, on yeah. the podcast, but we did do it off podcast. And Matt... Uh, well, we put it at 150. Well, yes. We did an over-under at 150 because you had heard 150 uh, as the estimate. Yes. At low-end estimate, from what I understand. Uh, 140 was the low-end. 150 okay. was the high-end. Close enough. Anyways, well, it did 155. Yes. So it just peaked right above, right above the over. So you won that one. Right. Uh, this also does make it the third highest opener for the year. Right, and the second highest December open ever. Behind, uh... Behind, of course, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens last year. Yes. That checks uh, out. The other two movies that opened this year ahead of it were, of course, Batman vs. Superman yeah. with $166 million, mm-hmm. and, and Captain America Civil, Civil War, War with $179 million. So, fall into line about where you would expect it to. Yep. Uh, uh, for a spinoff that is not a main Star Wars installment, that makes sense. Yes. So, yeah. So, you saw Rouge One. Yes, I saw Rouge One. talk about a little bit about Rogue One? Uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yes. Is exactly as it says. It's a Star Wars story. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it also goes rogue the first 20 minutes as Rouge. it goes planet hopping. Okay, cool. Uh Get past that. Yeah. It was a great movie. Awesome. Okay. I liked it. Not People a great act it. one. Is that what you're saying? Huh? Not a great act one. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, because that's established everyone. It does a whole lot of planet hopping that's very confusing. Okay. Especially because it gives the planets names, which is not a Star Wars trope. Got it. But for some reason it does it here. Also, there is no Star Wars open crawl, which is also a non-Star Wars trope. Whoa. But, spoiler, but then again, I knew this coming into it because oh. I'd read about it. Okay, fair enough. Because according to, um, I think, Kathleen Kennedy, all the Star Wars stories will not have an opening scroll. Right. But the traditional ep- numbered episodes will. I mean, that makes sense because the purpose of that was kind of as a recap, right? It was basically like, okay, here's what happened in the last installment to catch you up on what's going on in this new one. It's a way where they don't have to do the previously on Star Wars thing. And they don't really need that for a spinoff. Well, it's, the way for th- it's also mainly a way for them to say... This is shift, this is the boring stuff that happened, and we're yeah. just gonna jump you right in the middle of the action. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, it, it achieves both goals. Yes. 
But yeah, cool. Uh, so so you liked it? Overall? I liked it. Um, overall, I, I hear it's a it's it's more of an action movie. It's yes. more of a war movie. It's than more of a war movie. A series called than... Star Wars typically has been. Yes. <laughs> Which is weird, right? <laughs> That's weird, right? Yes, I thought this was a better war movie than Hacksaw Ridge. Really? That's saying a lot. I well, because I liked it better. That's... Well, yeah, it had hundred percent less Andrew Garfield. In it. Yes. Um. So yeah, cool. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I will probably see it in January. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm going to wait till the crowds tie down a bit. Yes. Speaking of crowds, oh, yeah. it's going to be a crowded weekend. Yeah. Uh, but let's get through this box office. Well, uh, yep. So that was Rogue One. Yes. Uh, $155 million. You're probably going to see this with your family over the weekend because it's the safe one. Yep. Unless, of course, you haven't seen your number two box office movie. Yes, which is Moana. 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 Still in the top five. For Still now. Still along. Disney making that move along. Yep. Uh, Moana, number two, at $11 million, 37% drop, $161 million at the box office, which is great. Yeah, not bad. Yes, keep checking along. Keep going. Keep those going. Disney legs. Yep. As we, Show me those Disney legs. That we're re- uh, repeated several <laughs> times this year. As we year. continuously uh, report yes. on Disney legs. Those crazy Disney legs. Yes. Cool. Okay, and uh, what else uh, do we have in our Number three was or? the newcomer, or uh, was the holdover from last week. Yeah. Office Christmas Party. Office Christmas Party. Uh, Eight million. Yep. Uh, cool. 50% drop, 31 million. Programming. Yep. <laughs> and your other Star Wars character programming was Collateral Beauty. Yeah, that thing. Seven million. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> yes. Once somehow people get people to see it. Also, somehow to, they made that thing. And also, <laughs> I well, I told you to stop this off yeah. podcast and yeah. how weird... The actual plot the actual of that movie plot is. is compared to what the uh, trailer ads, show. The ads make it look like it's just like, oh, Will Smith in another romantic comedy. But they don't really explain what it is. Yeah. They do a bad job explaining what it is. They also do a bad job explaining the plot. Yeah. Which is basically explaining the first 20 minutes of the actual movie and nowhere in the trailer. So. <laughs> huh. Weird. Yep. Okay. Uh, what else? And lastly, at number five, the thing that has legs. Yeah. Fantastic Beasts. Still, still chugging along. Yeah, still there. Harry Potter. Yep. Uh, five million. And number, basically number five, 50% drop. Crosses the 200 million mark at 207. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, uh, movie news. So, uh, coming up for oh, your... Next week, yeah, Well, yes. technically, today... The uh, movie's open today. Uh, for your Christmas weekend, we have... Ass Ass and Screed. Ass Ass and Screed. Michael Fass... Ben Creed. Ass and Bender. <laughs> ass Bender's Creed. Yes. We have passengers, or pass ass assengers. <laughs> and we have Sing! Yes. I have heard two out of three of these suck. Is that from me or from you? No, from like internet consensus. Oh, okay. So we'll see how this weekend pans out. So, I, so uh, one, will Star Wars Rogue One hold over? Uh, maybe? Yes. Actually, I'm going to go with yes. Sing is your dark horse. Really? Yeah. Over passengers? Yes. That is my prediction. Okay, because I would put passengers over. Also, going semi-wide this weekend is La La Land. Oh, yeah. La La Land. Which I saw. La La Land, yes. But I don't know if this is the time to talk about that. I have that here under reviews. Okay. So, um, well, first of all, will Rogue One hold over? Yes. Like I said, that's my prediction. Yes, I think it will hold over. 
And However, if it does not, my guess would be approximately seventy million dollars will make it hold over. Okay. Will anything go over that? No. No. Right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm predicting. Right. That's where I'm leaning at. It's here Star that. Wars. People who didn't see it last week are going to see it next week. Easy. Also, people are going to have their families. Christmas Day. Yes. Christmas Day traditionally a pretty, uh, pretty decent movie di- seeing day. Also, that's on a Sunday, yep. which everyone will go to the movies. Yeah. Apparently, so, so people will see Star Wars. Yep. It's the safe bet that everyone will get behind. Yep. So yeah. So we're going to stick with uh, Rogue One. Yeah. All right. All right, so Rogue One. Uh, we're going to call our whole over it. Now, uh, reviews. So, I saw all three of these movies opening this weekend. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, also um, opening on Friday, we have Why Him? And then in limited release, we have the Denzel movie Fences. Right, yes. Yes. So, I saw uh, Ass Ass Assassin's Creed, Pass Ass Assassin's and Sing. Okay. Uh, Let me hear it. All right. I'm going to get Sing over with because... <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is? No. No? Did they pull a secret life of pets? Yes. Oh, God, no. Does it have the same problem? Uh, kind of. Oh, no. At least I saw the same problems where it's a good uh, idea for yeah. a movie. Yeah. But they execute it so uh, poorly. Those guys. I don't get what's up with Illumination Entertainment. I mean... I feel like maybe people who they're marketing these things to don't care, but for us, <laughs> it also feels like they couldn't get the license to any ones to and like to like multiple songs. Yeah, because they use snippets of a bunch of yeah. little songs. Got it. So there's no full performances in this thing. Oh, there's full performances at okay. the end. Got it. But in order to get to there, you have to go through a bunch of tiny snippets of songs. Ugh, that sounds bad. No, I mean, I feel like this would have worked better as a contemporary musical. Yeah, which that's is what, what I thought I, it was going to be. Which I thought it was going to be. It's not that? No. It's not a musical? No, it's exactly what the trailers portray it as. You're telling me that an animated film that is about... Singing. A singing competition... Yes. ...is not a musical. Yes. What are they doing over there? Oh, also, in the first uh, five minutes, <laughs> yeah. it does this crazy whip pan, uh, whiplash yeah. pan across the entire city to establish all its characters. Ugh. Okay, well, I will not be seeing Sing. That just made that... D- I knew there was something about it, yes. about those trailers. I was like, there's going to be something about this thing Yes. that I'm not going to like it. And you know what I told you beforehand about this movie, how yeah. it didn't have one central character... <laughs> So essentially, anyone can win? Yeah. Well, <laughs> technically, nobody wins. <laughs> yeah. And yet, everyone wins, but no one wins. That's dumb. Okay. You, you see where I'm getting Tell here? me nothing more about this movie, because it makes no me upset. It, it, no this thing. movie made me upset. No more things. Yeah, no, that's dumb. Talk about the other movies Also, now. the Matthew McConaughey yeah. koala bear character. <laughs> Would you just wanted to say that sentence? Yes. <laughs> He, one, he's the main character. Two, yeah. could not get behind him to like him. So it's like the Kevin Hart character in Secret Life of Pets. No, it's like the uh, the little terrier dog. You have the, to the main know. character. Oh, the Louis C.K. character. The Louis C.K. character. You're right. Yes. It's totally wasted. Where, where, totally. It, it, where it tries to do the right yeah. thing, but goes about it the completely wrong way. Yeah, the and just makes it again. look It's the execution. Bad. Yes, that character. Yes. 
Yes. Ugh, that's also, John, that's John C. Riley, and uh, he's sure. wasted in this movie. It just, I don't know what they're doing over there, uh, but it's just... Conceptually, there's something there, but they just don't have the talent to execute it. Yes. Whereas, you know, Disney... We'll take time and we'll take time put with put their concept actual effort behind the story work. I feel like if you, they just need like a John Laster kind of I feel like they, they there heard to just reline their story beats because they're just not hitting it with well story. here's what I feel. I feel like they heard that uh, Disney was doing Zootopia yeah a city of uh, Animal yeah. City and they say hey let's do that are you but, saying this is a ants bugs life scenario yes okay. yes but let's have a gimmick in which yeah. it's also a it's a great Singing. idea. It's a great gimmick. Yes. Like I said, like I said on the podcast last it's week. It's a good gimmick. I'm surprised it took this long to make a movie about a competition reality show. Like that's essentially the concept here, right? Right. And like I'm but, surprised but it's it took not. that long because that's such a good idea for a movie musical. Yes. But here's the thing though, that it's not a that's not really a competition. Okay. It's more of a show that he's putting oh. on for the theater. That's dumb. To try and save his theater. That's dumb. I don't like this. Let's move on. Talk yes. about the other movies now. All right. Because I want to get to my movie. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Assassin's All right. Creed. Here's Michael my review on it. Yes. Assassin's Creed. Yes. Uh, this movie Creed. is... Uh, it's... Ass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Yes. This okay. movie is ass. So, if you don't know anything about Assassin's Creed, would you enjoy this movie? No. Okay. That's even a bad you, sign. Even if you know Assassin's Creed lore... Yeah. It's not a, not a good movie. It does a whole lot to try and establish the lore, to the to the point where you just stop caring. Yeah. Because unlike unlike a movie where you have to get it everything out in like the first twenty minutes to establish everything, video games you can expand on it. You can do right. You can do right. hours upon lore and upon twists and upon reveals, whereas in movies you don't have that luxury. And that luxury suffers in the movie. Yeah, I bet. That's the problem with video game movies as a whole. Yes. Is that video games do not have a story that is built for a film. It is built for a video game. It is built to be, as you said, dis- like given to you over at small drip over time. So you can't just pack that into two hours and expect it to make sense. Right. Like, right. Also, the <laughs> way they established Michael Fassbender's character... Yeah. Was the worst way ever. Yeah. So, again, a bad act one? Not No, a bad first five minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Just a bad opening. Yeah. Because uh, not only does it... So, it opens in Spain, which I'm, one thing I'm glad about this movie is that it does take mainly in Spain. A lot of it is shot in Spain, which is good. It's like a 60-40 split. Yeah. It's not, that's, which is good like for the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah, we just watched... Um, uh, Fastbender was on uh, Seth Meyers last night. Yeah, oh. we just watched an interview where he was basically saying, like, yeah, we on location and did did their all all their own stunts. Well, mm-hmm. he said ninety five percent. Apparently, there's one stunt that he had to have a stunt double do. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's actually on YouTube where he yeah. does the the eagle free fall. Yes, exactly. Um, spoiler, he falls from a very large height. Yes. Spoiler for sa- the Assassin's Spoiler Creed movie. Spoiler for an Assassin's Creed movie where he falls from a <laughs> he great height. He jumps hike. really high. <laughs> what do you know? And he does parkour, I'm sure. Anyways. Um, <laughs> it's your Assassin's Creed yes. spoiler. Okay. Uh, passengers. Um, uh, so, Assassin's Creed, anyways. <laughs> miss, okay. skip. 
Yeah. I could write a better five minutes opening act for this I thing. I bet than, you could. Than they did. Okay, passengers. All right. Passengers. Passengers. Uh, I give this movie a pass. Passengers. <laughs> so three bad movies. Um, passengers isn't necessarily a bad movie. Uh-huh. It's just a const. It's just a <laughs> alone on an island concept that gets pushed along. I heard it was boring. Little bit. Yeah, and I heard that Jennifer Lawrence is kind of wasted in this thing. It definitely feels like it. Yeah. What about Chris Pratt? Pratt, Pratt. Um, so Chris Pratt, if you like Chris Pratt, you're going to like this movie. Sure. He's your main character. He's your lead. Uh, I do wish they would have done several things different with this movie to make <laughs> it uh, more enjoyable. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, it's just, it's a passable movie. It's definitely not a blo- big blockbuster like they're trying to put it out to be. Sure. But it's an okay, decent movie. Um, so in comparison to Arrival, if somebody on Christmas Day... Oh, go watch Arrival Yeah, instead. I was going to say, if somebody on Christmas Day wants to see a sci-fi movie, Ar- see Arrival and not Passengers. Arrival is the smarter of the yeah. two movies. Yeah, sounds like it. Passengers is your... The silly action. Your silly action movie. Yeah. Where everything's straightforward and there's no, like... It's just, it's there. Yeah. It's just there and that was a movie. Whereas Arrival makes you actually think as you walk out of the theater. Okay. Passengers is a past. It just happens, and that, that's it. Just ha- happened. It, yeah. it exists. It exists in its own movie, and I wish they would have done more with it. Yeah. I see where they could have done more, but also see executives kind of saying, we like that idea, but we feel audiences won't like that idea, so we're yeah. going to pass on it. They're just like, we're just going to do this. Yes. So we're going to play it safe. It's a safe movie, put Got that it. way. Okay. Especially because you have Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence in your leads. It's a very safe movie. I'll probably pass on that one, too. Yeah. Wow, okay. Saves me time. Yeah. <laughs> I will not see these movies. Yep. However. However, the movie you, you claim I should see. There is a movie that everyone should see this weekend. Um, it is getting a little wider release this weekend. Uh, right now, it's very limited. Uh, it did get a wide release last week, and it broke the top ten last week. So, okay. Well. So, or what was this week? But it broke top ten this week as well. Well... From what I understand, it is going to 200 theaters nationally on yes. Christmas. However, it doesn't go super, super wide until January, first weekend of January. For award season. For award season. It's smart because I think this will win some awards. Oh. So, okay. So, uh, the movie, of course, I'm referring to is La La Land uh, with Emma Stone and... Um, the Gosling. The, the Gosling. The, the, the Young Goose. The Ryans. Young Goose. Uh, not the... Uh, <laughs> Like that? Um, goose? Okay. Keeping that in pocket. Um, so yeah, uh, so if you don't know what La La Land is, uh, it is a modern interpretation of the classic movie musical. So think uh, late 40s, 50s musicals from the, you know, Hollywood era, your Singing in the Rains, you, you know, your, your classic... Singing in the Rain, your Sound of Music. Classic music. So your this, Oklahoma. of course... Is a your seven brothers and seven sisters, etc. Yes, uh, sorry, sorry, seven brothers, seven <laughs> wives, or something. Anyways, yes, insert musical name here. This is that, except of course it takes place in modern times, and it's also uh, from your uh, last year's uh, uh, best director nominee, Justin Hurwitz uh, of Whiplash fame. Oh, Whiplash! Yes. This is the guy who directed Whiplash. Okay, he wrote, wrote and directed and co-wrote most of the music here. 
Wait, is this original music? It is original music. So here's, shit. Here's a little back. Here's a little background. Oh, uh, I say shit because there goes my Moana so, original musical. So yes, number. it does. So here's the thing: <laughs> is the this thing apparently he's been trying to make pretty much since forever. Uh, it's loosely based, I guess, on a project he did in college. And that um, he was trying to shop around to studios for years and years and years, and nobody would get, no one would finance it. Because, of course, the idea is is that in 2016, there's no way you can make money off of an original musical film. Right. Everybody, every studio basically turned it down because they were like, no, you can't, we can't do this. There's, no, there's nothing for audiences to hold on to. There's no known music. Basically, if there was no known songs, no classic songs, they thought nobody was going to see this thing. Also, However, it's not behind, is, wait, composer-wise. Yeah. Yes. Who's composing it? No, Justin Who Hurwitz. He is the composer of songs in this He's movie. Also, so he wrote yes. all the songs. He didn't write the, all the lyrics. Uh, okay. He got help with the lyrics. With By who? Uh, by, I guess, his same partner who's been working with him um, since his college project. Okay. So anyways, so... So it's not like you have some big name like Alan no, Menken behind no, this. No, in fact, compl- like no names. Basically, what he shopped this and finally got the sold to Lionsgate based on was the success of Whiplash. Really? That, those best, best picture no, the Best Picture nomination pretty much earned him this clout. So they figured they could put, for the director of Whiplash, yeah. because everyone, right. people who saw Whiplash exactly. liked Whiplash enough. Exactly. So goes to show you that unlike every other mainstream award show, this is proof that the Academy Awards still mean something. Because a director can go from basically zero to 60 and get anything he wants made by just getting nominated for Best Picture. There you wow. go. This is modern Hollywood. Anyways, so enough about the background. I should actually talk about the film. Yes. Of course. So so this is, of course, a musical. So this should be your line right here. If you do not like musicals, don't see this. As much as I'd like you to see this, if you don't like musicals, you probably won't like it because it is very much that. However, it's a modern interpretation of a musical. So it is, it is set, of course, in a modern, uh, modern time in Los Angeles. It also is modern in the way that it does its storytelling. It does something with, and this is implied by the name of the film, La La Land. It is basically a juxtaposition of something that could ostensibly happen to two real people in Los Angeles with also the dream world, musical world that they live in in their brains. Hmm. So that is conceptually what this thing is. It's basically a real scenario what could possibly really happen to two people perceived, like, perceived to be in love, a budding romance, and also the kind of the Hollywood dream scenario. But it also extrapolates that further with the Hollywood dream scenario of the I'm going to L.A. to make a name, of, a name out of myself and I'm following my dreams. It is both of those things, and it does those things very, very well. And it, so, so it plays around with, with this dream world, with musical sequences. It plays them around with that in kind of having flashbacks and flash forwards and kind of you know, dream sequences. And it does that thematically to match the idea of, you know, that dream concept of I'm going to go to Los Angeles, I'm going to be a big movie star, or I'm going to run my own business, or, you know... And it does it so, so well. And the music is really great. It's really memorable. This, the choreography is done like the classic kind of musical choreography. And it has a, not exactly a twist ending, but it has an ending that you do not necessarily see coming. And, it, it, and the reason for that is because it does play on that kind of 
expectations of real world versus expectations of dream world kind of thing. Hmm. So that's pretty much all I can say without doing some spoilers here. It's a very, very well shot movie. It's a well-directed movie. Uh, the story is pretty simple when you boil it down to its basic elements. It is very much a story of a relationship and its ups and downs. With, of course, that thematic, you know, sparkles in it. But really, it, the story it's telling is not revolutionary. So come awards season, you're going to have a lot of people being, well, oh, well, you know, these other movies are telling important stories. Like, I feel like one of the reasons why, why Moonlight is going to be a big player in uh, the Best Picture race is because it is seen as an important thing. Whereas this, not an important thing. There's no message that it's trying to get across in any political way. It is a very traditional Hollywood story. It is the way that they tell it that makes it important. And it's the way that it is portrayed is what's interesting about this movie. So I recommend it. Um, I think that if you're seeing a movie this weekend that is not Star Wars, find a theater seat that's showing La La Land. All right. Well, I will definitely see this movie in January yes. <laughs> when I see all the awards yes, movies I'm come sure January. Sure you will. Yep. Now let's get into our movie news. Okay. So uh, first off, Pokemon has a new animated movie coming out. Yes, it does. Called I Choose You. Uh, will come out in Japan. Yeah. Uh, July fifteenth, and, and then at some point we'll get a U.S. version of it. And this is interesting because it's not what you think it. It's not what you think it would be. No. Is this a retelling? Yes. Of so, the first. Yes. Of Ash's Adventure. Completely reversing the trend of having. Uh, basically Monster of the Week movies where it's just like, I don't know, this is the legendary Pokemon the, right the now. The new legendary Ash meets. Instead, they're doing the, I guess, the 20-year tw anniversary thing of, let's just go back to the top. And so, this, yes, it's a retelling of, I guess, the beginning of Ash's journey. Right. That's all we know so far. That's all, yes, yeah, all we know, that's all it looks like. Like, the poster to this thing is just, like, Ash yeah. and, like, the Ho-Oh that he sees in the first episode in the background. Yes. So that's all we know. That's all we know. But, but we'll know more cool. as it comes, comes closer. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, second uh, movie news um, is more just a more of just facts. Uh, Disney <laughs> facts. Uh, finishes the will finish the year with over seven billion dollars, establishing a new box office record. Nice. Uh, previously held by Universal in twenty fourteen with five point eight billion. Or sorry, six point eight billion. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is due to the fact that Rogue One, in addition to making. Uh, 155 uh, domestically. Uh, also uh, help, got help from Captain America Civil War, which made over a billion. Yeah. Zootopia, which made over a billion. And uh, what was the other one that made over a billion? God. Uh, Jungle Book made just just yeah. under a billion. Uh, what was the other one? Look, there's one more. Oh, uh, I think the accounting force of the. Box office reports oh, Wilkins. right, yes, because it technically hit the billion this year. Yeah, it hit the billion this yeah. year. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So that, coupled with uh, with all its other hits, Moana, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, even though it did hit, hit a couple duds in Alice Through the Looking Glass. Yeah. Considered one of the worst movies of the year. <laughs> uh, it, it, oh, also the BFG. Right. It did well. And lastly, in movie news, I'm going to talk to you specifically about The Great Wall. Oh, no. So this thing opened in China. This is the Matt Damon starring movie that opened in China. Okay, right. So let me tell you about box office sensation Matt Damon. Okay. 
Tell me about box office sensation Matt Damon, the reason why this thing got made. Yes. Uh, the Great Wall achieved the second biggest single day over any film in China this year, behind Warcraft. Wow. It made $212 million, which Warcraft made $212 million in China alone, which will probably force its sequel. <laughs> um, so, uh, The Great Wall made $66 million. This is, of course, adjusted from yeah. uh, Chinese, from China's box office. Uh, to American dollars, sixty-six million in its opening weekend, making it the third biggest weekend of the year, behind Warcraft and The Mermaid. This thing is on track to beat Warcraft. Yeah. To be potentially the highest box office. Huh. That is why this movie got made. Now, will it do well in yeah. the states? I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. Come January when it gets released here, but for now. It did its job. It did its job in China in establishing a, establishing itself. I guess so. And also showing uh, Wanda Group around in legendary pictures. Yep. And that brings us to television. Television! Uh, is there anything to talk about this week? Uh, I found stuff to talk about this week. You did? Yeah. Lay it on me. So first off, Marco Polo. Netflix Marco, you did it wrong. Well, Marco. Polo. Marco. Polo. Canceled. Canceled. Well, we already knew about that. We can't, yeah, we, we, we talked about it last week. Yes. Well, follow ne- up. Follow up. Netflix is reporting that a $200 million loss from Marco Polo, as it concedes the rare original series miss. Yeah. Yeah, not, not so hot, Marco nope. Polo. Nope. I guess nobody cares about Marco Polo. Only in the pool. I guess so. <laughs> um, second, the DuckTales cast Woo. has been revealed. Okay. Who's in DuckTales? Um, no one you're going to be able to recognize because they're all going to sound the same. Okay. Uh, but we have Bobby Moynihan. Sure. Why not? Ben Schwartzman. Okay. All right. And Danny Pudi. Oh, right. Of, yeah, that guy. Of Community. Yes. As Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Okay, Perfect. I'm already on board. We have Kate Mikuchini, Mikuchi, I'm Kate Mikuchi as Webby. Okay. <laughs> uh, she so. was recently in um, Big Bang Theory. Okay, sure. And does little bit parts. Tox Ola Gondoy has Miss Beakley. I'm easy for you to say. Uh, easy for her to say. Uh, Beck Bennett. Beck Bennett? Yes. As Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> sure. The okay. pilot. All right. And Scrooge McDuck. Is? Is being played by the doctor. What? Former yeah. doctor, David Tennant. Ha! All right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what a weird cast. Yeah. All right. So look for that uh, coming next year, 2017. Oh, cool. Man, I'm going to have to stop saying that soon. Next year, 2017. Yeah. You, you mean, yeah, in like two weeks. Yep. Speaking of 2017, Rick and Morty Season 3. Yeah. Uh, there are It is happening. Uh, there is rumors it will come out Christmas as a surprise. Surprise. Which, seeing as there are no ads, I doubt it, which means it will probably come out early 2017. Yeah, we'll see. And lastly, in television news... Let's talk about Sky TV. 
you know, we mentioned Sky. Sky because they were in that lawsuit with No Man's Sky for they a while. Were. Yes. Well, apparently they're going to be no more. Really? 21st Century Fox. Shutting them down? Um, uh, owned by Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Has agreed to buy the European pay TV <sighs> firm Sky TV. Great. For a, for a reported $14.6 billion. Ugh. Fox would need the backing of 75% of Sky's independent shareholders who vote to secure a deal that values Sky at, at $18.5 billion. Uh, Fox would be buying 61% of Sky that, did, that it does not already own to fully acquire its 22 million customers in Britain, Ireland, Italy, Germany, and Austria. Sure. This is sad news. The, the, the less stuff Rupert Murdoch owns the best, but here we are. <laughs> buying up everything. Yep, buying up, buying up. Alright, reduce. Okay. Haters, back off. Haters, back off. The Netflix series gets a second season. So, haters, continue backing off. Yes. You, you do not learn the first Proceed. time. Proceed to Proceed back off. Proceed to back off. Uh, Showtime show same shameless. Showtime show shameless gets wow. a twelve episode sixth season. Okay. And the TNT show Shooter, based off the movie Shooter, Shooter gets a second season. <laughs> okay. And lastly, Blunt Talk of Stars is canceled after two seasons. I didn't even know what that that what that was, but sure. Yes, now that was. You're telling me. Uh, deaths. A uh, couple of important deaths here. First off, we have Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yeah. Aged 99. Actress and celebrity and born in the former Hungarian yep. Austria. Yeah, nine, nine, 99 years old. Yes. Man. It's crazy. All the shit she's seen. Sheen. All the shit she has seen. Zsa Zsa? Zsa Yep. Speaking of shit being seen, Craig Sager, age 65, leukemia, okay. cancer. He was the famous uh, TNT courtside reporter oh, who wore right. all those uh, yeah. fancy suits. Mr. Suits. Yep. Mr. That's, Crazy Suit Wearer. Yeah, that's, that's, that's sad. Uh, finally passed from cancer. He recently won the award, the the, the ESPY award right. for uh, Perseverance, I believe what it was. Yeah. And lastly in death, Rachel Owen, okay. age 48, cancer, uh, longtime partner of Tom York. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Um, that's the only reason she's on here, because of Tom York. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Okay. Music. Oh, shoot. We're going so fast through everything, I didn't have Billboard ready. Yes. Oh. Sick. I forgot down here, I have some extra notes on the movie Passengers. Okay. Um, start, uh, so, I'll just read what I have here. Passengers starring Chris Pratt, Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence Jennifer. Yes. Uh, Keanu Reeves was originally planned for the lead and has been in development for seven years before the movie rights were sold. Right, I saw about the Ke- Keanu 20, Reeves stuff. Yes. So Keanu Reeves was trying to get this movie being made with him as the lead. Do you think that would have been better? No, because he's not as charismatic, but it would have been a definitely different movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, in 2013, the Weinstein Company 
dropped the rights. Universal's focus features failed to resurrect the film, and it's currently being produced by Sony with a $120 million uh, budget, which $12 million is going to Chris Pratt, and $20 million is going to Jennifer Lawrence. Jesus. <laughs> against a 30% profit after the movie breaks even. Jesus. I'd like to, to, to let you know that the movie stars Chris Pratt as the lead. Yep, but Jennifer Lawrence is harder to get. Yes. Uh, previous female <laughs> leads... Premium. Yes, previous female leads include Reese Witherspoons, Rachel McAdams, and Emily Blunt. Yeah. I would have liked to see Emily Blunt in this really? as a role reversal. Yeah. Have Emily Blunt wake up first and yeah. then reverse it. It would have been a better movie. Probably. Or a more interesting movie. Okay. But we're not talking about that. Anymore. Yeah, we're not talking about passengers anymore. We moved on to mo- music. To music. We're already to music when your billboard. Your top song is still Black Beatles. Nothing really changed. What the fuck? I think that Taylor Swift song for the, uh, uh, what is that she did? Was it for, I think it's the, is it, it's some sequel movie. It was like a promotion, a promotional single for what, some movie that's coming out. I almost want to say it's for the Fifty Shades Darker. Okay. That doesn't seem her brand, though, so I don't know. Anyways. Well, so it's not Starboy? No. No More Weekend? Yeah, it's not, that's in there. It's a, your debut's number five this week. Okay. But apparently it's number one, like, globally. Because of Taylor Swift. All right. Um, moving on to the album list here. So the your number one album is another new debut number one album. With his first number one album, J. Cole. Rapper J. Cole with For Your Eyes Only. With number four and eyes as a Z. Really? Yes. J. Cole's not had a number one album? J. Cole. Well, album. So, well, yeah. J. Cole hasn't been around. Really. Okay. Also, J. Cole. Yes. Anyways, Cole. your number two is Pentatonic's Christmas moving up to number two, as I predicted it would. Yep. Uh, we'll see if it ever hits number one. Uh, number three. Sure, we have Christmas coming up this weekend, so everyone's going to be playing it, yeah, most likely. So. Well, yeah, there's a Pentatonic's uh, um, special coming up this week, yeah, too. That also is true. Um, your number three is dropped this week, Starboy. Uh, the weekend drops number three. Number four is Bruno Mars's 24 Karat Magic, still holding on. And your number five, a double dose of the Pentatonics, their last Christmas album, That's Christmas to Me, is number five this Wait, week. so their last yes. Christmas yes. album from last year yes. is now trending this year. Both Pentatonics <laughs> Christmas albums are now in the top five right now. Wow. Because streaming. Because people love their acapella at Christmas time. I also guess. streaming helps that thing Yes, so streaming much. probably does help. So probably people who don't ha- get enough of this year's go immediately to last year's. Yep. So yeah, there you go. That's your billboard this week. Alright, so uh, music, music news. news. Follow-up from uh, the Bots Act of 2016 has it will officially now and forever be called. Okay. President Obama signs legislation making it illegal. Yes. For anyone or company to use bots or software to circumvent the rules for making a fair purchase. Sweet. Such as buying more tickets than specified. Perfect. It is also illegal to resell tickets that were purchased with the help of the bot. Got it. With this law, it makes the person or persons and those who know how the tickets were purchased liable. Got it. So just follow up. It is now federal law to nice. not buy, to not use bots. To not automate the process of yes. ticket resale. Yep. Got it. Cool. So if one thing, good thing comes out of 2016, it would be this. Yeah, I guess so. That's great. Yep. Um, other news. Fifth Harmony is breaking up. Yeah, I heard about this. Uh, well, technically they will now be called Fourth Harmony. 
Ha! Uh, as lead, Camilla Cabello. Yeah. And now she is leaving the group. Bailed. Quote, after four and a half years of being together, we have been informed via her representatives <laughs> that Camilla has decided to leave Fifth Harmony. We wish her well. Yeah. The statement said on the official Fifth Harmony website. From what I understand about that whole, that group is already kind of falling apart. Well, they were originally solo artists to begin with. Yeah. And then Simon Cowell basically said, hey, you five. Yeah. Put your bitching aside and get together and work together. Which is not going to work. When you have a group, and this was proven in One Direction too, this is not a gender thing. No. If you have a group of people who all want to kind of do their own thing, they cannot be a group for that long. I mean, even if you look back in history, you know, the, the boy bands weren't boy bands for very long. No. They peak, you know, they peak over like... Five a, years, I over think. Over two or three years, actually. Like, yeah, we had some, like, little bit of longer careers with, like, the Backstreet Boys... But really, when you think about it, it's they never last very long. No. Even the Spice Girls, you know, they had a moment and then kind of disappeared. Right. Spice Girls! So, yeah, it's not a gender thing. I mean, it's easy to kind of jump to. It's like, oh, all, you know, girls arguing with each other. But no, it's no, not it's about not. that. It's just a group of people that all kind of want to do their own thing artistically are not going to want to be a group for very long. Right, but this does especially come after earlier this year where they had the number one hit work from home. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the interesting thing about this is that they probably had their most successful year that they've existed in 2016. Right, well, they've been together a group for the past four years. Yeah, they had kind of a crazy year this year. Well, three years, I guess. 2013 is when they were put together with the X Factor. Yeah. So, no, no. I don't want to say it's disappointing because, you know, whatever. It's pathology. But at the same time, it's like, eh, you know what? It sucks to see, you know, people who had a pretty good career this year. Yeah. Their group completely dissolved. Well, one of them. The other four will still be performing. Yeah. Uh, they said they would look into replacing her, but no word yet. <laughs> sure. They want to get to the holidays first. And lastly, in music news, we have the official inductees of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, we do. So, uh, what we previously reported on <laughs> were the 22 nominees. Right. Now, out of those 22 nominees, only five get yep. actually inducted. So, who's in? I already know one of these. Which one do you know? I know that Pearl Jam yes. has been uh, uh, added to the uh, Hall of Fame. Yes. Also, Journey has been added. Yeah. Electric Light, Electric Light Orchestra okay. has been nice. added. All right. Joan Baez... Okay. Has been added. As well as, first time uh, nominee, Tupac Shakur. Yes. And yes. 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 Yes? Yes. Yes? Yes. Really? Yeah, really. Yes? Yes has been... Yes is your fifth one? Yes is your fifth one. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a solid list. Those make sense. Well, technically that's six, but uh, Joan Joan Baez gets the special honorary nomination. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, yep. Uh, they will be inducted later or early next year. Okay, great. And that's all I have for music news. Going into video games. Video games. So I've been anything? playing a game. You, you have? Yes. Okay. I played Until Dawn. That's right, yes. But that came out last year. Yes. Why are we talking about this? Because it was $7 on PlayStation Network uh, sale and it was good. And I suggest you... Download it. So let this be a lesson to you if you have a PlayStation 4. Uh, pick it up. It's only 8 bucks. Yep. Um, in actual video game in news. In actual video game news, the, cla- uh, the number one selling console yep. of this holiday season will be 
the classic NES Mini. <laughs> yep. Because nice. Nintendo made just enough of those to sell them out. Yes. <laughs> as they are wont to do. So, uh, the classic NES Mini has sold as many units in as 30 many days. Yes. units? As many units <laughs> in 30 days as the Wii U did in six-month period. <laughs> It sold 196,000 units <laughs> in November alone, compared to the 220,000 units the oh. Wii U sold from April to September. Oh, that's depressing. Okay. Yeah. So, if you were unable to get the NES Mini, which I actually tried to look for it to get to buy for my brother. Yeah. Nope. 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 If you, if you should have pre-ordered that. If uh, it was easier to get, I would have bought one. Yeah. But I... But it's not. No. So I didn't. <laughs> end of story. <laughs> the end. The end. The end. All right. So, okay. Other uh, gaming news. Uh, Kojima has poached one of its uh, former officers. So, Shinji Hirano joins Kojima Productions as president okay. after leaving, or rather being poached, from Konami, I wondered where he worked whether, directly with yeah, Kojima. Wondered how many, how many this, how many times he was going to get somebody from, get people from Konami. I just figured he was going to get a mass exodus coming from that place. Well, he did initially. He got all yeah. all of his uh, initial programmers and game designers. Yeah. But this guy was one of the, um, I guess, board heads. Okay. So Who one of left? The important guys. One of the more important yeah. uh, in the hierarchy. To go over to the now Kojima Productions, serving as president. Okay, cool. Yes, and oh, uh, other uh, and mini news: Mega Man will get six games coming to the mobile device coming January. Like Mega Man, Mega Man one, two, one through three, six. One through six. <laughs> okay, will be coming mobile. No, just randomly picked ones, and you know they'll be going mobile. Battle Network <laughs> and Mega Man Legends and Mega Man X three. Mega Man X three. I don't know why three. Because X3. <laughs> Mega Man 7, the one that was on the PlayStation. All right. And uh, in disappointing news, okay. uh, just before the holiday season uh-huh. right now, Crytek, the creators of Crisis yeah. and Rise. And, and the original Far Cry. The original Far Cry. Have announced that it is shutting down five of their studios. Dang. Leaving only their headquarters active. Wow. This comes after litigation of them, of the studio, not paying its employees for the better half of 2016. I've heard about that, yeah. So they're in financial trouble, and it's now showing, and it really sucks because it's holiday season. Yeah, that's rough. Especially when you get some employees not being paid for the past month. Yeah. Trust me, as an employee that was once working without getting paid for months, it sucks. Let me tell you. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I put this one here because I want to end on a high note. Okay. And our last news story is ah! Super Mario Run oh, still exists. One, this thing exists still only for iOS devices. Yeah. Two, it has been downloaded over 10 million times since launch. Oh, Lord. Okay. And over 36 million worldwide, only for iOS devices. It's not compatible for Android yet. Yep. And. Uh, this is despite beating, despite it beating Pokemon Go in the U.S. as the number one app yeah. on launch. 
it's not that popular in Japan. And investors are actually caused Nintendo stock to drop because of it. Interesting. Because uh, because the Super Mario Run has no microtransactions. Right. It is a one-time pay fee of $10. Yeah. $9.99, $10. And then that's it. You unlock the entire game. Right. So it limits the amount of money that you can possibly make from the thing. Right. Whereas with Pokemon Go, with, yeah. it, it deals solely in microtransactions. Right. Which generates more money in the long Over run. Over time, yeah. <coughs> Pardon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could have seen that coming. I mean, it is very much of a certain style um, that is very popular here in the States. So I'm not surprised it's doing really well here. Yep. Also, um, not surprised it's doing well in general, because it's yeah. Mario. Yeah, um, I heard, though, it's kind of a disappointing thing. Yes. No, I don't have an iPhone. Yes, my friend, uh, t- uh, co-worker, who's a big Mario fan, yeah. downloaded it, beat it within three days. Yeah. Like, oh. everything. Yeah. So, take that with a grain of salt as you want. Yeah, so it's exactly what you think it is. Yes. It's a runner with Mario in it. That's it. Yep, it's a Mario game. And you have to pay $10 to It's a Mario-ass Mario game. mario at Well, no, it's not, because no. apparently Mario doesn't even hop on enemies. He just kind of leaps over them yes. and keeps going. Just vaults them. The vaulting Mario. Just vaults them. So, yeah, it's not really even a Mario game. It's just a runner game with Mario in it. That's all it is. Mario. Yeah, Mario. Okay. <laughs> and that will do it. Hey! That will conclude our final episodic podcast. A regular scheduled programming. We'll be back next week with something different. Yes. So, next week, uh, what we have decided on is that we will be doing a weekly broadcast. Uh, One-hour specials each day. Uh-huh. Uh, dealing with our five topics. Uh, we'll have one day uh, solely focusing on movies. One day focusing on TV. One day for music. And one day for video games. It won't be as long as our usual episodes, probably, because we don't have a whole lot to go over. We'll limit it to an hour. I will, yeah. uh, we'll put it at an hour. <laughs> yeah. Hard stop. Give or take. But, yeah, give or take. But yeah, so if, you don't, if you're not doing anything for the holiday week, uh, we'll at least have programming for you. Keep you entertained. Yep. <laughs> uh, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go over the top stories of the yep. past year. We'll also go over our top five lists. Yep. We're going to limit to five, not ten. Yep. And then uh, for our la- for our Friday uh, next week, we will do a uh, essentially a look into 2017. Okay. And what we can look forward to looking into that. Cool. Okay. And I can tell you right now, I'm looking forward to Kingdom Hearts. I bet you are. Sounds right like out of the plan. Gate. Right out of the gate, 2017. Yep. Yep. I'm looking forward to be 27. Oh, wait. No, I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. <laughs> let's see you guys next week for the big shenanigans. But until then... Follow us on iTunes, find us, subscribe to us, leave us some stars. We like stars. Um, and, I don't know, find us on social networks, too. We're on Facebook, Media Boat Podcast. We're on uh, Twitter, Media Boat Cast. Find us. Just Google Media Boat Podcast, and you will find us. Yes, you will. All right. And with that, we will uh, say goodbye to 2016. Bye, 2016. And we'll see you officially for Season 2 next year. Season 2. Season 2, coming. Sophomore slump. Wait, no. No. (laughs) Season twos are usually good, right? Yes. Uh, If we found out what what, what works and what didn't. Depends on the show. All right. (laughs) How's the card season two? Bye. Goodbye. (laughs)